millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Welcome to Zone Time. I'm Julian. Tic Tac Tomar's here. Sam is here. Avery's here. This has never happened before in the history of the show, where as we're recording, a trade broke. No, no, Bo Horvat Julian, you're, you're under, you're, Julian, Julian, yes. Julian. I'm so sorry to cut you off. You, you're underselling it. Never before on Zone Time have we caught a live fleecing, <laughs> a live fleecing. I, man, man, okay. Julian, keep man. Okay. Wow. You can, you can okay. watch me tweet in real time that I am personally being punished for saying that Lula Moriello shouldn't have been GM of the year. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for context, um, by by tomorrow when you all get this, or Tuesday, whatever, uh, you will have already known that the Vancouver Canucks will have acquired Anthony Bavillier, Atu Rati, and a protected 2023 first round draft pick in exchange. For center Bo Horvat, literally just as we were just congregating in the room here, just chilling, uh, the trade went through, and it's from their account. You know, it's verified and everything. It's legit. So, uh, instant analysis, instant reaction from everybody. Uh, Bo Horvat is a New York Islander. Lou Lamorello. People thought Lou Lamorello was sleeping at the wheel, and he gets Bo Horvat, who's arguably the biggest piece you can get. Ahead of the trade deadline. Oh, I'm in this man, Lou, Lou, Lou murdered the trade deadline because, like, because because we were hearing like that the Canucks want like legitimate like roster players because they don't want to yes. like tank or whatever. So, and again, Bo Horvat has like what like 27 goals this year. He's he's on like, he's, he's balling this year. Like he like, was going to pace faster than Pavel Burris, which is a franchise record for the Canucks. And all they got was Anthony Bovillier, who again has nine whole goals. Nine. Atu Ratty, who is, you know, what you know, in that draft year, a lot of players, a lot of teams wanted him in the second round, myself included for the Leafs, and a protected 2023 pick. And that's it. The he Lou ruined the trade deadline. Because any other team. Like who are the who are the other like top the top free agents? Timo Meyer? Timo Meyer. I mean, that's man. gonna be a very interesting if I'm San Jose, I'm pissed. If I'm San Jose, I am pissed. Oh my god. Cause man, whoa, the prices on deals just plummeted. But but shout out to Lou, man. Like they needed goal scoring, they and did. hey, they got their goal scorer because oh, man, man. Fleeced, the Canucks cannot help themselves. They cannot help themselves. We just talked about 
this whole like press conference about how like this is all the things that they've done and things are going to improve and the first main thing that they do is they get murdered murdered in a trade what i man <laughs> imagine they trade quinn hughes right now they'd be like a conditional seventh no like like <laughs> how could you undervalue your and why now why that now? is the why thing I'm wait? surprised about the most. Why we're January 30th recording this? Teams still have to, you know, up until March 2nd, they could maximize all the cap space they can maximize. Why did they feel they need to make this deal right now? I don't. So they are tanking. They ha- they have to be. They have to be. But even if that is a tank move, that's a pretty bad tank move, man. Like that should be like you like man. Like what what more do you I, think I'm they could have shocked. gotten for 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 Bo Horvat? Two first round picks. Maybe like a, a maybe like another player. second. Maybe like another another like not like another top prospect. Maybe like another like a B level prospect. I just like that. You look at the trade and it's like that's not enough that for the season. Like not for like the player overall for the season that he is having. That is not enough. Well, they fleece themselves hard. The only the only thing I can think of for the reason why the price is what it is, mm-hmm. with Bo Horvat being a UFA and considering the quality of player that he is, the like the, the asking price can't be that high. But also, if the Islanders sign Bo Horvat, that's a pretty good deal for them. Wow. You get a number you get a future you get a number one center uh for your team. And I don't remember where the Islanders are in the in the playoffs picture. They're they can't be that far off. But they're like, not that far. But also, I mean, remember, these are the Islanders who are not that far off from a conference final appearance, and they only missed the playoffs last year because of a terrible start to their year. And a lot of people have been saying it. That's it if they get in. That's a team that, that, is, that that's a, you that's a team that gets in, in like, like nope. Nope. You don't want them in the first round. And they're not, man, man, they're only two points out. I want to add. Andrew, we got to let you tap in. Go in. I want you to haven't add, heard your voice yet. When, when the trade came down, I want to add, Omar said, and I quote, I just want some peace in the Eastern Conference. So can you imagine now, Bo Horvat in the Islanders past the Maple Leafs in a playoff series? Oh, the takes from Omar. I cannot wait Ooh. for that. <laughs> I cannot wait if Bo Horvat oh. is the key call for Allen's series win over Toronto this spring. Dude, that would be so funny. <laughs> funny for who? <laughs> funny for who? Funny for, 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 for who? Oh, be funny for us. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. What, I, this whole I time we thought the Bruins me. would be the team that would be I the death of the But if the Islanders end up being that team, oh boy. <laughs> That's, man... I love that deal for the Islanders, man. Holy. It's a great deal. For yeah, like Sam said it perfectly. We've been ripping on Lou for, for giving up Taze for two seconds. And now you're, no, you're one in two is Bo Horvat and Matthew Barzell. That's pretty freaking good, man. That is pretty good. Oh, hey, we get to see Bo Horvat clean shaven now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's actually clean shaven. Yeah, he usually is clean shaven. Hey, that clean? I mean, I guess. I guess that's fair. So I guess you never really had to worry about that. But uh, yeah, Bo Horvat Horvat is a member of the New York Islanders. 
and uh, Anthony Bavillier is a member of the Vancouver Canucks. And uh, I don't think Anna Kendrick is part of this deal. She should be. I mean, I'm on the broadcast, Anna Kendrick. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Let Anna Kendrick show up on the broadcast. Um, Sam, I know I, you've been busy tweeting. What are you saying? Oh, Tic Tac Tovar? Are you? What are you saying? No, 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 Sam, 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 go, go. Yeah, Sam, Sam. I, I, got, you got, I got nothing. You got to tweet about this. Go in. You got. You got to get us up. I got nothing. I got. I got it out. I got it. Out. I got nothing else to say. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I am impressed. The Canucks acquired a first round draft pick. I didn't think they had it in them. And uh, yeah, that's. that's <laughs> a- wow. Oh man. Can I? Can I I'll say now, this too. I think they're now closer to having the original 21 picks they had over the next three seasons. They were at 19, so now they're at 20. They just need one more to not be at a deficit for a team that's um requires major surgery and is apparently rebuilding. They don't actually have a ton of draft picks. So. I should time. mention, when uh, we originally planned the show today, the very first thing on my rundown was, how long can we go without mentioning the Canucks? <laughs> so that's the Canucks are like... Says. So the Canucks are zone time fans then. Yeah, clearly. They they saw what I was about to put down and they were just like, no, you have to talk about us. Man, some of the oh replies to so like the Vancouver Canucks tweet is hilarious. Sell the team. What? All over again. Elliot Friedman says the first rounder from New York to Vancouver is a top 12 protected this year. Hmm. You know, I want to It's going to add... be a lot closer to 12 by trading the Bo Horvat. Yep. Man, yep. The, with the price being that low, I don't understand how you accept it to being protected because they're close, but there's no guarantee that they get in. Like, they have to beat out Washington and Pittsburgh. And yes, they're older teams, but it's still Washington and Pittsburgh. So I don't understand if you're looking at talking to Lou and say like, okay, we'll give you Bavillier this prospect in a first. And you say, okay, well, if that's all you're going to give, give me, then that first is not going to be protected. Like I, I, I would love to see the universe where this trade happens March 3rd, 1.50 p.m. Eastern time. Oh boy, I do. I I doubt it's this low. I I I I don't understand why they made this trade now and not March third. I I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, from uh our boy Dom at the Athletic, Islanders playoff chances jumped from fourteen percent to nineteen percent after acquiring Bo Horvat. I mean, hey, increase. Hey, just... Go ahead. I do want to add that the tweet has gone up now. The trade has. The trade was announced 10 minutes ago, and the tweet to announce the deal already has over 1,200 quote retweets and climbing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the Athletic has Aturati rated as their their, their top-rated prospect. I believe that. So you have, you have yeah. the Island, so the Canucks have the Islanders' top-rated prospect, according to Scott Wheeler. Sam what? is not induced. <laughs> Sam like, does not care. Wait, so Man. if they if it's a top twelve pick, then what do they get instead? Uh that's a good What's question. We don't I don't know what the condition and I have not seen what the condition is right away. If I see it, 
uh we can get back to it uh if we i mean if there's nothing else we want to exhaust from 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 this trade immediately there is other stuff we do want to get to uh that being said uh we will kind of intermittently add stuff about this uh bo horvat trade which literally broke just as we were about to record today this is like no incredible Again, dobson like what like i don't want <laughs> like i i get that he's injured it. but like he's a defenseman with 10 no no yes he's a, okay he has 10 Say. goals as a defenseman why and, and sam has talked about how bad the blue line was is how man the flipping Canucks just can't help themselves. Uh, Pierre Lebrun oh, okay. says first round pick from the Isles going to Vancouver is top 12 protected for this year's draft and it slides to 2024. Uh, and then he writes it's unprotected, maybe meant to say if it's not there, but I think that I think that's the condition. It'll just slide to next so year. It's not even, they don't even get a first round pick in the generational draft if it's a top 12 pick. Exactly. They get this, it in the year absurd. after. This was the draft. This is absurd. This was the draft. First, second, Bavillier, Ratty, K. Like, this is the 2023 is being hyped up to be the deepest draft since 2015. Yeah, this is the year to have two first round picks. This is the year to even to have two seconds. You're getting star talent, like, projected. You know, of course, you know, assuming you you don't mess them up, but like, man, call the police on Lou. That's a straight 911 FBI. I, man, that's the fleece of the flipping. That's not true. They've been worse. But man, is that bad. That's tough. That is, that's Panarin for sod tough. Like that's, that, that's, man. Hey, Techtober, do you wish Lou Lemmerola was still your GM? No. Um, (laughs) no because i very much like william nylander and rasmus sandin and they definitely would not be here if we were still here because we wouldn't stand for any of that like holdout stuff you'd be like oh holding out now we'll send you to i don't know buffalo or something um however he did get rid of this the fanof contract that'll okay pierre just add some clarification to that tweet this is really cool do this in real time if the so if the pick is not in that top 12 or whatever the protection is it slides to 2024 and the pick in 2024 is unprotected does that make sense to everybody makes sense it seems like it does not, so the islanders aren't going to be bad next year I don't they're not so. supposed to be. No. Uh, but they definitely need to do something with this core. They definitely need to take it. Like, they've had their kicks at the can, and they need something to work. Like, this is this is a pretty ballsy move on the part of the, of, of the Islanders. Mm. I, I like this for them. And I don't think they were – I mean, I can't think of too many rumors that put the Islanders in, in running for Bo Horvat. I've heard Colorado's name. Uh, I mean, it's not really – I mean, I've heard people say it's not Winnipeg style to go after a Bo Horvat, but I wonder if that's something they considered – the islanders cool 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 cool. i like it i mean they're okay if they they extend horvat like they're that's not bad okay yeah that's not bad at all however barzell's extension does kick in next year i forgot about that yeah so they're getting tied up until they're two top two 
Yep. Brock Nelson. You saw Joss Bailey for another year. Uh, JG Pajot still oh there. My Kyle God. Palmieri. Oh my like, God. Casey Zizekas. Well, I don't know about that one. Um, you know, like, like you can still, they can still have a couple of years. You have a, you know, you have a good, good, um, good off season. You re-sign Horvat, make, you know, make another deal and, you know, sign, sign, um, you know, or, or, you know, you bank on like Wallstrom still being on the team or, or, or Dobson, Dobson having health, like, man, I've been you know, by the way, you know, it's funny uh, now, Avery, we, go ahead. Borhoven has now thrown the all-star game to whack because he's an all-star. Who does he play for now? Oh, wait a minute. That's hilarious. Oh, no. Does that make it worse? Oh, <laughs> no. Oh. Well, that's why Lou made it. <laughs> okay. That's why Lou made that trade. Also, uh, Canucks fans, circle Thursday, February 9th in your calendar. Canucks visit the island on that day. Ooh, Hattie. <laughs> he gets himself a hat trick. See, it's f- I'm seeing people say both teams got fleeced. I don't. How did the Islanders get fleeced? I think, Am I, I looking think at it's, the same trade? Because because here's the thing: if the Islanders don't re-sign Bo Horvat, they gave up a first-round pick and a prospect and a roster player. But they also cleared salary with offloading Beauvillier. But also, they lose out on a first-round. Depending on where that slides to, they could lose out on a first-round pick. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know if it'll get to that point where they, I mean, if it's protected. But I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I, I, I think the Islanders win this trade instantly. If I'm looking at it from an instant analysis point of view, like point of view, I should say. Like, yeah, it, yeah, I don't know why people are thinking the Islanders are getting fleeced. That doesn't make sense to me. If, okay. Avery, can I ask you a question? Yes. Fire away. Just, just, just real quick. What, what do you think Ken Holland would say about this trade? Oh my Maybe god. Give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Oh my god. He would go he would go first to guide record book first. Then you'd reference <laughs> a trade with the wings with, with wings from 1995. And then he would talk about toilet teeth going up and down. It's like I don't know what Ken Holland would do. <laughs> I really don't know what this man would do, but he uh, Ken Holland might Although I, I've heard rumors that, you know, floating around the idea of, yes, who are we for anti Duclair? So. Uh, if I'm the Calgary Flames, I should. I, I said uh, this will be in uh, one of the articles I'm dropping this week. It's not a full fledged thing on it. I think the Flames should get Anthony Duclair. So if the Oilers get him, that, that I think that's a big loss on on, on Bradshaw mm-hmm. Living. $3 million AAV this year and next. Played with Huberto when he had his career best year. Florida needs to offload salary. It shouldn't cost that much. What does Edmonton need another cut. winger for? They need defensemen. It's not going to cost much now, man. Nope. And any but also, team, but also, I, if I, it gets to that point, if it gets to that point, we win. We, as people who love this trade stuff, we win. That should mean more trades. But also, it's true. But also, we live in a salary cap world, and if it if the rental, I mean. Maybe some GMs still back off, but also if the prices are going to be that low, like, I'm down. The mm-hmm. era of the the era of the hard cap has limited us from seeing outrageous trades. I will keep advocating as I really believe hockey would be better off with an NBA style salary cap of yes. a soft cap and luxury tax. But you know, GMs don't want that. You know, the league doesn't want that kind of spending. You know, they they want to keep salaries as low as possible. We all know that they don't want the play as much money. And and, and the NHLPA. 
has zero teeth. HLP has zero bite. That's this, this cap change whatsoever. We know there's no actual bite from the NHLPA. What? Yes. <laughs> <sighs> there's so much more frustrations. Okay, let's get to other mm -hmm. stuff. And, and here's, what, here's what we'll do. If there's other, you know, interesting things that come off of this trade, like a funny reaction, don't be afraid to throw them into the chat. But like, you know, we, we, we want to talk about the Rangers and how they handled uh, their Pride Night and uh, also announced not not long before we started, the Dallas Stars are doing their own in March. Um, I wanted today to be the day where we talk about predictions we got wrong. Uh, I'm sure that'll be fun. And then uh, the NHL All-Star <laughs> game. I wanted to discuss the NHL All-Star game today and the format, the fact that uh, the, the NHL tried so hard to ensure that one player from each team would be represented and the Seattle Kraken are not represented. Was was Bo Horvat the only Canucks representative? Yeah, wait, yeah, wait, wait. I know. I think Elias Patterson is okay. going. Yeah. Okay. The so Kraken don't have anyone going to the All Star game. Correct. Everyone has someone. The Kraken oh. don't now. The Kraken Beneers. don't. Maddie Beneers. Maddie oh, is not. Maddie Beneers is not going. And instead of using someone from the Kraken to go, Chandler Stevenson from Vegas is going in his place. So, so what's let, the let point me... of the whole uh, participation rule? Duh! Thank you! <laughs> thank you! Thank you! You made this whole big thing, and, like, you can't even do... And then people... I put this tweet about this, and people were saying, oh, well, you know, uh, people already have travel arrangements that are doing other things, so they're not going. Do you realize that's not good for an all-star game? You know, something that you get people to vote for and and hopefully maybe somehow incentivize as like a cool thing for players to do. Like, so, like, so is that not ask backwards for your all-star game? Like the mid-season <laughs> your best players. And the response is like, well, the guys are already have their own trips and stuff. Like I'm fine. I get on the surface. That's one thing, but like, it's an all-star game. Like what? Like, is that not, am I crazy? <sighs> so, so, a team in Seattle who, in yes. their second year, second went year from being at the bottom of the barrel, yes, to at this moment being number one in their division, does not have an all star at the all star game. I was scared of their sub. I don't know. Jordan Eberle, like Martin Jones, Jared McCann. An absolute <laughs> resurgence. I didn't even think Martin Jones had this in him anymore. Like, Andre Burkowski leaves the team in scoring. This is wild. I what don't... are we doing? Why is, I like, mean, what? I mean, first of all, I know you said, like, it's ass backwards, but I think that's actually the league's motto is everything is ass backwards. First of all. <laughs> so, where, not where, surprising. Where's the, where's the lie? But then, like, fact. the whole yeah. thing about, like, oh, well, they have vacation plans. Like, that just tells you everything. You That's what we've said about the All-Star game all along is, like, maybe if you actually made this an event that had value and players wanted to go to, then they would do it. Like, everyone's like, well, the players don't take it seriously. That's because they don't, they're not given anything to take seriously. The whole format of this is a joke. Like was taking yearly suspensions. If you miss the game and you're invited, you will be suspended. Ovechkin said, "Okay, cool." Like, like it's like, like Alexander it's like, Ovechkin. Say what you want about his politics. One of the greatest goal scorers we've ever seen. 
willingly did not want to go to the all-star game. Count how many times Multiple on count times. how many times count how many times you've seen Sidney Crosby at an NHL All-Star game. But also, do you know how stupid it is to be like, I'm gonna suspend them? Like, we're gonna suspend the player if they don't show up. And it's like, okay, you're oh just my God. Oh, taking them. You're game, just like please. penalizing fans from seeing them during the regular I, season. Like seriously. I, I know it's funny. You, you compare it to the NBA, where NBA players are pissed and they don't get to go to the All-Star game. NBA players are mad they don't get to go in the All-Star game. They love playing the All-Star game. Love being a part of the festivities because the All Star Game in the NBA is an event you don't want to miss. Mm-hmm. I, I have a question. I, I'm not an expert with contracts. Like I, and I'm sure in the NBA or something like that or other leagues, they incentivize in your contracts if you make it, and you get like a certain amount of money if you make it. Maybe you get a bonus. How much is it if you make it to the NHL All Star Game, if at all? If you get one, that has to be it, right? I, like, like the bonus, the bonus yeah. was not slapped. It has to be it. Don't they only have that for like ELCs though? I'm pretty sure if you make like the like the All Star rookie team or something, like you'll get like a some type of bonus. But like I don't remember. I don't know if like regular player contracts like have that have that thrown in. But hey, they should. Damn! I mean, no not? wonder they don't want to go to no damn All Star game. <laughs> what? <laughs> I need to double check this for myself. I'll ask CJ or or someone else yeah, more yeah. to know than I would be. But like. But, uh, like we need to like like I'm I'm sorry, but like every year with the NHL All Star Game, it has turned into a thing where we watch the event, we complain about the format, we watch the competition, we complain about the the void of personality. Whoever's performing at the All Star Game, we're all like, well, why did they get this artist to perform? They suck. They're outdated. They don't care. Whatever. Blah except blah. That one, blah. Except that one time, Snoop Dogg dropped an F bomb on live television. That was hilarious. dog is pretty much cool all the time but the point remains like i'm tired of the nhl all-star game being this like punching bag when it should be like at least cool like something cool should come from it that we should be able to talk about at least for a couple of player drafts yes thank you yes yes Yes. those are so fun man they're amazing like i mean at least when the few times we got to see him, like it was a good idea, but like, I mean, I don't even think some of the people who are flying in as media are that excited to go there. And it's in Florida. Well, Florida's Florida, but it's Florida. Like, I don't know. I mean, Florida I, is Florida. I don't know. the The league either won. I don't know. Actually, no, that's that's not true. It's on option. They they we 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 know what their stance are. They they know that we think the All Star Game sucks. They know how, but for the home city or for the host city, it, you know, it's great for the fans and yada, yada, and it puts eyes on it, whatever. That's all they care about. All they care about is just showing, is showing the, showing all the teams and showing all the players, all the players. They're not even showing all the teams if Seattle's not going to be there. (laughs) But that's, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's the, the, the league. The league knows what they care about and what they don't care about, and they don't care about what us watching at home think about the All-Star game. They don't. Because if they did, it would have changed a long time. We've been complaining about the All-Star game. We've been complaining about the playoff format, officiating, justified. That's a conversation we need to have on Zone Time at some point. Justified. Like, like they they just, they don't, they don't care. They, They do not care. And once they do... And when I say they, once the owners care, then they'll change it. But until then, they they don't care. They don't. Oh, hey, oh, hey Omar, 
Guess who celebrates their 30th anniversary this week? Take a wild guess. Is it Gary? Gary Bettman was named Ooh. NHL commissioner 30 years ago this week. Boo. Boo. 10 years for every freaking lockout. Boo. <laughs> yeah. Math. 10 times three. <laughs> <laughs> that's quick. That's quick routes. That quick is quick routes. Um, we didn't even get to the fact that uh, a bunch of players have been snubbed uh, from the All-Star game this year in particular as they tried to represent everybody. Uh, uh, no Zach Hyman, uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who I'm pretty sure is still the second highest scoring Canadian in the NHL as of right now, unless I'm wrong, Avery. No, he is. Uh, big Willie style uh, Nylander, not an NHL All-Star for whatever reason. Really absurd. Like as a non-Leafs fan, it's absurd. Willie Needlander should be there. I don't know what we need to do to get him there. We need to get him a plane, just get him a ticket, let him let him hang out with the boys. And like somebody who would actually put on a good show has the like kind of outgoing, quirky personality and would make it fun. Yep. That is exactly who should be going to the All-Star game. In his cornrows. <laughs> no. Everybody at cornrows? <laughs> <laughs> Can we can we look at this here? Like Willie Nylander Coros. Why why did he do this to himself? Uh it was one those old pictures that went out over the offseason. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> I think like Jody this is awful. He looks like um Dodie High Roller. He looks like he looks like Riff Raff. He also looks like uh Ron Swanson that one episode where he gave himself cornrows. <laughs> Damn, am I the only person who watches Parks and Rec here? Damn. Anyway, uh <laughs> Oh, no, yo, wait, wait, what? Apparently, mm. what to the quick back to the Horvath thing. Okay, so the theory is that yo, that's actually kind of smart. If the Islander, like, if yes. the Islanders aren't in a playoff spot at all, right, could flip Horvath again. Oh, oh, and maybe that's how you get him to Boston, ew, or the New Jersey, ew, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I know what. What so funny is that <laughs> if the Islanders do that and they get a better return, yeah, and they will. That's it because he's going to wait. He's going to wait and do it in March third, which he should have. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. Oh, oh my god, god. oh man. my god, if they find a way, well, I mean, we're gonna have to keep an eye on this for the next month and a bit. But if the Islanders get a better return, <laughs> no, Vancouver, no, they can't keep taking else, they can't do it. It's been 30 no. years. <laughs> No, this is like that. There was like a Kraken fan last week who was like, when the Kraken beat the Canucks for the first time, was like, Yeah, like, I hope you guys enjoy this like hopelessness and defeat because this is all you're gonna get for the next like decade with the Kraken. And I was like, Dude, like, losing to the Kraken is not gonna do anything compared to everything else that has happened. Like, come on, read the room, Sam. Do would you like a hug? No, I feel like this is actually really entertaining. I'm kind really? of at the point where I'm like, I would like peak chaos. I do think it would actually legitimately be funny if Lula Morello got a better return by flipping Horvat again. It's like flipping houses in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. 
Oh, that's I mean, true. It would be bad, but also like it would be kind of funny if like that's what happened after how they tra- treated Bruce Boudreaux. Well, the karma would be awesome. Karma would be hilarious. But also just the Vancouver Canucks, even on a day where we specifically planned, we would not talk about them. And we would I was planning on getting everyone to get their stopwatches out and be like, all right, time the exact point when we mention the Canucks. <laughs> that, I had enough. a whole thing planned. <laughs> I was gonna and... say peak. I was gonna have peak karma would have been the elders win the cup this year, but Horvath throws a cup over his head as the Chelsea Cup champion after getting dealt out of Vancouver. Oh, <laughs> Who feels worse? You know what's fun? Who feels who would feel worse about the Islanders winning a Stanley Cup this year? Canucks fans or Leafs fans? Oh, a great question. That's a I, I mean, you could make an argument for both franchises. Leafs right fans. Now. Leafs fans. Leafs fans for sure. Canucks fans would be happy for Bo Horvat. Okay. John Tavares. <laughs> Bet she. <laughs> yeah. that's a series i don't want you want to talk what? about like everyone's saying like at least don't want boston i i don't want i do not want any like a single millimeter of the islanders in the playoffs because if we lose that series my god Islanders Twitter gonna come for you. I think honestly, I think I would. I think I would take the go. I would take like you know, obviously like when the off when the off season goes on, like people like you know media and stuff like you know we kind of take a take our foot off the gas as far as Twitter goes. Like yeah. I would take like a legitimate like four month hiatus. Like I'd be like Andrew Garfield at the end of the Amazing Spider Man two, after Gwen died, just pieced off as being Spider Man. Like that, I would oh. not. I would not return until October. You deactivate <laughs> his account. I would. <laughs> Be, I would and I would change my handle to Tic Tac No More, and then my name would just be No More, and then October I would come back. Like I would, it would be a legitimate hiatus oh if we face the Tic-tac Islanders. No More is amazing. Omar no rebrand. He's got he's got a shaved head. He's got a beard. I did. Well, I did like a. He's gonna after, come back as a Habs fan. Well, a, well, after the oh. Habs collapse, after the Habs collapse, I did change my picture to um. I think I like I put like my. My image over like a sad like SpongeBob face for the entire off season. I didn't change it back. Like it would be a complete re- rebrand if we lost to the Islanders in the playoffs. Like on the way, like it would be it would be bad. It'd be tough because my mentions would be murdered. And- yeah. yeah. Oh my god, would <laughs> be so. Bad. I'd be scared because like I don't want I don't want a rebrand to affect Tic Tac Tobar on this show because Tic Tac Tobar <laughs> on a podcast is one of the greatest things you could ever experience. Thanks, man. I try. Oh. Uh, I, I want to ask a question, not to do the whole, you know, changing the lineup on the fly thing. Mm. Uh, since we, since the Rangers thing is a topic we want to discuss, is it okay? And I guess this goes for everyone listening to this too. Is it okay if we move uh, predictions we got wrong to next week and we just kind of end off the show with yeah. the Rangers? Because I think Let's I think that. we yeah. need a bit more time with predictions we got wrong. Uh, but I the think whole we definitely... lot for me. A oh yeah, a lot. But 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 we need to talk about the uh, Pride Night again. Uh, unfortunately, we should be talking about for it the in wrong reasons. Light. We're talking about Pride Night for the wrong reasons. Yes. Because instead of focusing on the importance of it, we're just talking about teams. Oh, will they or won't they? Like it's ugh. like like when the like when so for context, uh, the the New York Rangers supposedly advertised 
uh, a pride night going on uh, in the last week. Uh, but uh, it seems they sold as tickets the on that basis. They did. And the players did not uh, wear any jerseys or any pride tape or anything like that. It's uh, a bit disappointing, but also very notable in light of how the Philadelphia Flyers handled uh everything with regards to pride night i'm not gonna act here and say like you know is this a situation where players voluntarily opted out but this is very it's very fishy like why would the organization go about this way when there were people who were led to believe uh that the players would be wearing pride night jerseys or at least doing what is custom of a pride night uh and now uh we are about a little over a month away from the Dallas Stars having their own Pride Night. They tweet about this again minutes before we started recording. And, well, because of the fact that it's become a story, it's now going to become a whole thing where it's like, well, what are the Dallas Stars going to do? Who's going to wear Pride Pride jersey? Who's going to wear Pride tape? It completely takes away from the focus of these nights, which is for an organization to acknowledge a disenfranchised community to show support for those people. And, you know, it's just a jersey. And I get that some people say, well, it's pretty performative. And uh, I was having a conversation on another podcast where uh, the other point was made that, like, oh, well, maybe you should see who uh, isn't wearing these jerseys so you can tell who the real ones are from the not-so-real ones. But also at the same time, like, you know, I don't I don't want to see that headache for people. And I also just think it's not a big deal to put on a jersey. It's got, like, it's, it's I don't think it's that big of a deal to just show a little bit of support uh, for the LGBTQ plus community. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but some people feel it is. I don't know. Yeah, and I, I, I think, think it's just like a really artificial argument that people are now using where they're like, well, if they wear the jersey, it's against their religious beliefs because X, Y, Z and blah, blah, blah. But like the point of wearing the pride jersey and pride nights really doesn't go that far like to the extent that it's performative yes we can say it's performative whatever but it's literally a base level bare minimum of showing respect for people's existence right like no one's saying you need to like take the extra step of being like i fully support your lifestyle of everything you do which frankly you should it's none of your business but like it's Mm -hmm. and it doesn't impact you But if you can't even just say, I can appreciate the historical context where this community has been disenfranchised, not just disenfranchised, but I would argue persecuted and are continuously now having their rights stripped away. It's like a pretty scary time. Mm -hmm. You can't show the bare level of human decency to be like, I respect your existence. I respect your right to live and to being on this planet, I appreciate you as a fan. You are welcome in our community. That is literally all you're saying. Mm-hmm. And if you if you're if you think your religion goes so far as to say that you cannot extend that to someone, I think you have probably missed the fundamental tenet of most religions. Uh, Sam and, explained that way better than I ever could. And the and, thing is, it, it, oh, sorry, no, Avery, you go. I was going to say, and this could be a slippery slope now where if teams and players don't partake in this, what else will they not partake in? Will they decline to wear juries on our um, Black History Month or Asian heritage? Like, where's the line going to draw? Where do players, you know, oh, I don't even wear a pride jersey? Okay, I'll opt to wearing other jerseys that honor other communities in our world, which is a very dangerous slope to go down. I think 
the best way for, and maybe it's not the right way to go about it, but the way that we look at these knights and causes has to change ultimately. Instead mm-hmm. of it being a whole thing where everyone does it and we focus on everybody, uh, d- you know, going through the gestures, we make it something like like what the NFL has with my cause, my cleats, where, you know, maybe one or two players, they do something funny with their cleats and we focus on them for like a little couple of seconds and that's it. I don't know if that's the right way to go about it, but like I if we're going to go down a route where some people are like, well, you know what, maybe we shouldn't have everybody wearing jerseys so that way we can see the real allies from the not real allies or for whatever reason, that's the best way I think to go about it. But like just the idea that we have to start looking at these things and look at these, look at our warmups that intensely. I don't even look at warmups that intensely for regular games. I don't care to look at warmups to see who's where I shouldn't have to care for who's wearing a certain type of Jersey during warmup. Like it should not be this way. But I think more importantly, this entire situation has been the league's response. Yeah. Has been yep. super harmful. Mm-hmm. Um they have taken the classic like fence sitting position <laughs> while everyone should be able to express their opinions without I mean sorry, I'm gonna say without taking into regard, but maybe they did take into regard and decided they don't care that that creates the situation where it's like you're now saying that people who are blatantly homophobic, transphobic, and want to take people's rights and ability to exist away should also be heard. It's such a bad position to take. And it makes it so clear how much hockey is for everyone has been an absolute grift. Like they don't stand for anything. No. And I said before last week, Every other pro sports in this continent, every other major league, from the NFL, NBA, MLB, MLS, have taken stands on these issues. And the NHL continues to refuse to take a stand and keep this energy of, we don't want to offend anybody. Sorry, you can't always be on the fence of trying to please every single person. You can't. And I think that the thing, and we talked about this um, initially when the the Flyers made their decision. Um, is just the, the and again going back to what the league did or lack or the lack of what they did in their message. It's just what message does it send? I, you know, we we talked about this and and Pride Night doesn't like solve solve issues in humanity or whatever, but it lets people know that they are seen gives them the reassurance that they are seen, that they're valued. Players talk all the time. We love our fans. We are for the fans had our back. They sing and stuff. But it's just like uh, being a fan of hockey doesn't look like one thing. And that's something that we've been trying to change. Look at this show. A lot of people watch this show and think that this is just performative. Well, some freaking stupid inclusivity crap. Because fans, hockey fans don't look like us. Or aren't like us, don't have the same, don't have, you know, uh, have different lifestyles or whatever. And it, it's moments like teams participating in Pride Nights, the, the simple gesture of putting on a jersey, putting on Pride tape, acknowledging a fan, saying thank you, you're welcome, whatever. Like, it's those little mini things that make such a significant difference. And, and that's something that I, I don't think a lot of people grasp is that, yes, the smallest little thing can make such an impactful, di- impactful 
difference or have such an impact on someone because you, you never know you never know and I, I I can't imagine being a Flyers fan being a Rangers fan looking forward to these things looking forward to these yearly 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 events and now this crap happening Julian you, you said it perfectly instead of focusing on the importance of this now it's just a Oh, who are, is the team going to do it? Oh, they said it. Are they actually going to do it? Who's wearing the jersey? Who's wearing the tape? We have missed the point. And that should be the, that, that should be the NHL slogan. Not hockey is for everyone. We have missed the point. Omar, you reminded me of something, and it's that... the When, you, when people say, like, this, this isn't what fans look like, this show, or... LGBTQ plus fans. It's not what hockey fans look like. It's not what uh, not what the sport is like. The entire point of sport and all the best sports stories have been that they bring together different people from different backgrounds with all different kinds of beliefs and come from walks of life. You can't walk around saying, oh, we've been in the trenches together. Being on a team means we're a band of brothers. Fans are fans are like the seventh man in or like whatever, like fans are part of the team, all this kind of stuff. You can't sell this idea of a team and basic respect for your teammates and sticking up for each other and then do something like this. It is antithetical to the entire purpose of sport. Mm. Avery, do you want to do you have anything to add? I know. we've all kind of said our piece do you have one last thing to add before i think we're we're all just about up because jeez avery i will just say the nhl has to determine where it wants to go going forward because like i mentioned earlier how they can't always fence it you will eventually you will chase away these fans who are from these different communities who are marginalized you will chase away these fans and they will go find something else to watch or something else to partake in if they do not feel welcome. The NHL is at a point right now where they cannot lose fans who are Black, who are Asian, who are from the LGBTQ plus community. They got they have to start getting new fans. You cannot keep catering to the same fans you had for the past 60, 70, 80 years, who when you try and create new fans, at a certain point, when they say, we don't want these people around, we don't want these people in our game, you got to ignore them. You have to. Other leagues have said, we don't want you gatekeeping. Other leagues have taken an actual stand in saying, we want people to watch our sport. And, 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 and NHL is afraid, is afraid of saying these people are not welcome anymore. What? That is gutless. It's embarrassing. You need a little bit of courage to push hockey forward. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Great time to be, a, and I say this sarcastically, of course, great time to be a fan of a team in the U.S. Northeast between the Flyers, the Rangers, and the Boston Bruins. We haven't forgotten about you, Boston. That's that's what's kind of crazy about this, too. Like, those are some of the most prominent franchises in the National Hockey League. And Avery brings up a really good point. Considering where the NHL's placement is among the big four, where, where the MLS, for whatever reason, is just making these strides to try to come up and, and supplant them, like, the NHL should not be putting itself in a position where it should be alienating any potential fans and 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 i keep thinking of the fact too in terms of potential fans or, or newer fans like how much have we spoken about uh the gesture that that scott lawton and and james van reemstein did before that flyers debacle 
in which they welcome non-binary fans to that game. Like that should be celebrated. Like that should be seen as a very cool thing. A lot of people get to be like, oh, we don't focus on positive stuff. That should be a genuine cool thing that we mm-hmm. should be giving, we should be giving stick taps and props to for NHL players who we recognize as people who are not supposed to be the most progressive people going out of their way to welcome to welcome non-binary fans. Like that's that's something we should be celebrating, but it is lost in all of this. And now on March 21st or whenever that game is going to take place with the Dallas Stars. I wonder how we're going to view that game. I wonder how people are going to tweet about that game, or maybe people might not think about it that much, but like it's, it's something we're just going to have to, people are just going to monitor and we're going to see how it gets handled. But it's also just just going to be, it becomes a bigger storyline leading up to it because there are players on that team and people, I'm just not going to get into the discussion, but there are people on that team who have on their social media, publicly endorsed uh anti-trans positions and it creates a much bigger like it's going to be an issue if if this happens again i i just don't see how that doesn't happen i don't know i (sighs) I mean it's it's going to be a very interesting situation i'm sure I mean, at this point, considering how this is gone, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if we end up talking about this in March. So I guess we'll have to put a pin on that one and mark that. Uh, but that's pretty much everything I wanted to go through today. I did say, yes, uh, we were going to do predictions uh, that we got wrong. We're going to make that more of a focus next week. Uh, what a wild episode this has turned into in which it began with the Vancouver Canucks trading Bo Horvat to the New York Islanders. Please. Oh wait! Yes. Before we before we end, tell me who you think is going to be the next Canucks captain. Uh, ooh. they're not ooh. there. They're not there. I I don't. Yeah, I don't, I, I think I, they go no captain for yeah. a while. There's yeah. no way because if they they name someone captain like like who? If they name Jason are you comfortable giving the highest person the C? If yo, I mean on. that's who they should give it to. I think. They may give it to Luke Shen. Quit, no, no, not Luke Shen. Luke Shen's going to get traded by the deadline. Yeah. There's no way. JT Miller, Sutter is, the, loves Luke JT Shen Miller, Miller is, is the longest signed. <laughs> oh, no. 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 And Just again, a... he has a no move. No move, and you know we all like that longevity when it comes to players wearing the C, right? I mean, it's either that or Oliver like Ekman Larson. I, uh, <laughs> like regardless, regardless of who it is, I, I want to say like Bo Horvat was handpicked, hand like trained by the Sedins in the last years of their career. He has been an exceptional captain. He did, you know, like I know the bar is on the floor, or whatever he's done as good of a job I think as you could expect from any hockey player in terms of the social justice issues um, in the bubble. He was one of the people who organized the players walking out. He answers every question that reporters here ask him. And I, I think the Islanders are going to be very lucky to have someone like Bo Horvat. That's a very nice salute uh, to uh, Bo Horvat. Omar, did you, are you raising your hand in uh solidarity or do you have a question both um if Bo Horvat got that 
what did they get for Brock Besser? Nothing. I don't. I don't think that stance. Third round pick. I don't think that stance has changed. What if the Canucks just sell everybody? God, what I, if like I love this team. This like, team what does is what does monstrous go. offer for Quinn Hughes mean? You want to know what's like, you know what what's happening? Mean? Did you what? not? You guys haven't seen the other thing that's going around. No. The what? rumblings are now that Demko doesn't want to be here. I don't know if you saw. <laughs> I don't know if you saw his mom. His mom's Twitter. His mom's Twitter. All, she was like all the comments about um, how they mistreated Bruce Boudreaux, including like comments about the organization. <laughs> and then like that was last week, and so now this week, one of the local reporters is saying he's heard from sources that Demko may not want to be here. So he may also be on the trade. Hey, uh, who wants a pretty decent goalie in Thatcher? I know he's not going the greatest year, but uh, Thatcher Demko, available for trade. If you need that, you need a goalie for a playoff run, could be available. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. What? They're boned. They are legitimately bo- Like, what will it take for the owner to just say, you know what? Let's just be bad legitimately on purpose. The goalie? Then you know it, man. Spencer Martin's still there. You can't BS your way out of goaltending, man. Teams have no, tried. Can't. Teams have tried. No, Holy. you can't. Well, yeah. Like the NHL said, no soap operas, only hockey. That was a lie. That was a damn lie. <laughs> I think someone suggested in terms of a title for uh, uh, the Canucks soap opera, a long Griffith way or something like that. Maybe that'll work. <laughs> Just play the or just Griffith way, and then just like play like a Coronation Street style <laughs> flute or something. I don't know. <laughs> something has to work. Honestly, uh, oh man. Okay, next week we will have uh, predictions we got wrong. I'm sure the Canucks will do something for us to talk about. Uh, the All Star Game will have happened, so I'm sure there will be something we could talk about from that. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> well, we're already anticipating it for it to suck. Oh man. Anyway, um, thank you to everyone who listened to the show. Thank you to everyone who subscribed to the podcast. Thank you, Omar. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Avery. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Zone Time. Peace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.